0: Welcome to the Azra Wrap Podcast. This is Episode 15, the Azra Fall Chronic Pain Meeting. I'm your host, Raj Gupta, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. And my co-host, as always, is Eric Schwenk. Eric, how are you today?
1: I'm excellent. From uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Good morning.
0: Good morning to you. Um, And we have, uh, again, we've managed to pull together a couple of people that are going to be great to listen to and talk to about this upcoming fall meeting for ASRA. Um, We've got Kevin Vorenkamp with us from Virginia Mason University, and he is uh, the chair of the fall ASRA meeting. Um, And uh, obviously he knows more about what's going to happen at this meeting than almost anybody else. And then uh, we have our esteemed colleague with us, uh, Kumar Bhuvanendran, who's actually the Azra president, so we've picked the top of the list here, um, and he is here joining us to talk to us about the fall meeting, and then also about what's coming up ahead for Azra in the near future. Uh, Kevin, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Raj. Yes, and Kumar, thanks for having uh, coming on as well.
2: Thank you. Welcome.
0: Go ahead, Kevin. Sorry I interrupted you.
2: No problem. We are very excited about the 16th Annual Pain Medicine Meeting. Uh, this is taking place at the Disney Yacht Club outside of Orlando, Florida and Lake Buena Vista and it's November 16th to 18th and this venue is a wonderful venue whether you're coming with families has a lot to offer there but it's actually a great venue uh, for those attending the meeting. We have a separate conference center right off of the uh, main hotel area in really an excellent setting for the meeting.
0: The and, thing- and can people still come? I mean, people can still register, right? People can still register. The
2: We are still accepting abstracts up until a poster deadline of September 6th, but you can register right up until the time of the meeting.
0: That's fantastic. And uh, you were saying about the meeting a little bit.
2: Yeah, the theme of this year's meeting is leading with quality, and the content uh, reflects kind of the overall theme there, whether we're talking about opioid management in the changing landscape or one of our highlighted sessions on spinal pain, on low back pain, um, which is also occurring on Thursday.
3: And, and it's also this is Kumar Bhoi and uh, it's interesting to note that we moved the deadline for the abstracts to September sixth, two thousand seventeen, mainly to accommodate the incoming pain fellows to get settled in, and they can submit their abstracts. We realize that they, you know, their presentations at national meetings is a requirement uh, for some of their fellowship. Uh, criteria, and so ASRA feels very strongly that we should accommodate their request, and so we moved the deadline, um, and we strongly feel that we can still be able to process the abstracts and uh, notify the uh, presenters in appropriate time fashion to come to the November meeting. So we look forward to seeing all the program directors encouraging their fellows to uh, submit abstracts to this meeting.
1: Thanks a lot, Kumara. This is Eric Schwank. Uh, yeah, just following up with that, I realize that the fall meeting is is more of the the pain meeting. But at the same time, with the recently accredited uh, acute pain regional fellowship, it's really nice for the deadline to be pushed back a little bit and give uh, some some of the new fellows a chance to get involved. And there's a uh, there's there's some focus on uh, the residency and uh, the fellows in this particular meeting. Is that right, Kevin? There's like a, there's a fellow and resident track, or some sessions that are more targeted.
2: Yes, we, we're continuing the resident fellow uh, targeted session on Friday, as well as the resident fellow workshops uh, on Saturday morning. Uh, but also scattered throughout the meeting, we have some problem-based learning discussions targeted to residents, fellows, those seeking their first job and some, uh, some questions about that. Um, and then the overall content is, is geared um, towards the general audience.
0: So I, I, I don't uh, go to the chronic pain meetings very often because I don't practice that that much. Um, if you guys can give me some highlights, like what are the things that you think are really standouts this year as you know, this, this, all these meetings evolve over time to keep up with the times? What, what are the things that people who've maybe been practicing chronic pain for a while need to come and see and listen to and learn about because that landscape is evolving uh, in chronic pain management? Kevin, you want to start with that?
2: Yeah, I think one that's very exciting is on Thursday. It's, it's just looking at low back pain in 2017 and ways to maximize patient outcomes. So Carlos Pino is moderating this session. We have some excellent speakers. DJ Kennedy, who's a spine physician um, at Stanford, Jim Rathmel, Steve Cohen, and Chad Brummett. So we're looking at the overall picture of patients with chronic low back pain, the etiology, patient factors associated with success, and then going through the individual treatments, epidural steroid injections, facet joint injections, uh, facet RFA, and sacroiliac joint procedures. As uh, as the chronic pain doctors are well aware, there's a uh, trial uh, that was just released from Netherlands that... Uh, Puts that questions the utility of radio frequency ablation of the uh, threat of the uh, lumbar facet joints um, as well as some other uh, RFA indications and we'll kind of go through why based on what we know works best for patients with low back pain, why we would not have expected their trial to be very successful from patient selection through uh, the technique of the procedure. Um, so that I think that although those are run-of-the-mill procedures for interventional pain doctors, looking again at the factors to ox- optimize results um, is something I'm looking forward to.
3: So, I mean, uh, this is Kumar, Bones, so if I may add to that, uh, Kevin was talking about the Mint trial that just came out in JAMA, and uh, even though Azra has responded uh, and will be responding as Kevin said at various methodological issues, even there may be some statistical issues that we will discuss at the meeting. But I think it's very important for the audience, the participants to be aware as these procedures may get denied by insurance carriers. You want to be able to present the flaws in the study and why the results are not uh, what they are currently exp- uh, published as in JAMA. So it is very critical that you uh, come participate in this interactive session and learn on how to respond to your um, respective carriers if this procedure is uh, denied. I also like to further uh, go on to say this year is unique and we are uh, honored to have the Joint Commission, uh, Vice President Baker come to uh, Orlando for the meeting. There will be some new Joint Commission guidelines going to be released for 2018 to be implemented. And uh, he will present them. And uh, there be an opportunity for the participants to ask questions directly from the Joint Commission, uh, Vice President himself, to get information as to why these guidelines were set in motion. And this, uh, against these guidelines will take place in January of 2018.
0: Kumar, I'm a little, uh, let me um, interject there. I'm a little ignorant about what guidelines you're referring to. Um, Are these guidelines for how a pain clinic works, a procedural area, or um, uh, standards of care for uh, pain procedures? Can you give us a little preview on what those guidelines are about?
3: So these were the Joint Commission uh, guidelines. Uh, Actually, it is for uh, pain management and pain uh, assessments for inpatients, hospitalized patients. So uh, how should the patients be assessed while the patient is in the hospital? Um, So this uh, swings both across the acute and the chronic pain arena on all patients and what should be the standard uh, guidelines for patients in the hospital and what are these new joint commission guidelines? Uh, They are publicly, they, they just came out, the draft version just came out. He will be able to present the rationale And it'd be interesting to listen to his uh, reasoning as to why this was done. Uh, Second of all, we are also very fortunate to have CDC come to this meeting. Um, There are some guidelines that will be published uh, over the next uh, six months to a year on the infectious uh, parameters that orthopedic surgeons and pain physicians need to be practicing for um, ambulatory surgical procedures. So these guidelines for what are the standards for infection control will be presented by CDC. And uh, so we'll be honored to have the CDC come and present um, their recommendations as they say for our routine practice and even office uh, pain office settings, for example, what should be the um, appropriate infectious precautions to do a joint injection, a knee injection? What should we do? What should be the ultrasound? What are the precautions to be utilized for these patients? And what would be the measurements for these patients in, the, uh, in terms of guidelines for infections?
0: Is and- this stemming from the recent steroid injection uh, infection concern uh, uh, problems that they've had? Is that where all of this came out of, or is this something from... Uh, completely separate?
3: Yeah, the CDC uh, re their uh, infectious uh, guidelines uh, periodically and they invited Azra to be, uh, as one of the societies, to be part of the process in developing the uh, guidelines and so it was an opportunity for us to invite the CDC to come uh, to the meeting itself. Uh, they are obviously... Um, excited to uh, get this information disseminated to the healthcare providers and it is mostly going to be focused on orthopedic surgeons and pain physicians um, just like they have had some guidelines for other specialties uh, specialities as well but this one is more going to be focused on pain physicians and orthopedic surgeons uh, the, the, the ultimate document
1: that's a lot of great stuff. This is Eric, uh, just chiming in here, but um, I think you had a nice segue. And in, in speaking of guidelines, where there's going to be, uh, from what I understand, a session on the ketamine guidelines, which is something that is currently uh, in the works right now. I'm, I'm involved with that, along with uh, Kumar, as well as uh, several other ASRA physicians, and there, there's planning to be a an open session on. Uh, the development of the ketamine guidelines with audience interaction and some participation, probably some questions and answers. I think from what uh, Kevin said, it's either going to be uh, Friday or Saturday. Maybe that's going to be determined, but it's a it's a great chance to hear about uh, where that's headed. And I know there's a lot of interest in the use of ketamine in uh, both the chronic and the acute settings, and the guidelines are actually going to touch on both of those. So I think um, anybody who's interested in that should definitely uh, pay attention and Um, and and try to find where that session is going to be held. Any other uh, comment about that, Kumar?
3: Yeah, I mean, so again, in the chronic space, uh, chronic pain physicians, ketamine is used widely, and it's an opportunity to try to put some guidelines on how to administer dosings, monitoring. But I think it's also important for the participants to come and give their experience and feedback uh, to this as well, and uh, we'll start to incorporate most of this uh, into the final document uh, azra feels that this is one of the ways that we need to be leading uh, the paths in uh, setting some kind of parameters for various practices that we do in acute and chronic pain management so uh, you know we look forward to the document and um, we look forward to participants coming in you know uh, expressing their own uh, personal experiences with various uh, drugs such as ketamine in this case
0: So, um, Kevin, uh, we, we uh, hear a lot about interventional procedures for pain nowadays, uh, spinal cord stimulators, intrathecal catheters, and then stimulators being put all over the body for different purposes. How much is that going to be represented at the meeting and in what format? Uh, is it just lecture? Are there going to be workshops? And, uh, you know, kind of guide us a little bit through wh- what the interest level is in that.
2: Uh, So I think the interest level is huge and the program uh, reflects that. There's been a lot of innovation in the last five plus years in in the waveforms used, the different uh, programming of spinal cord stimulating systems. So we do have a refresher course lecture on Thursday going over waveforms and then uh, choosing which of these uh, therapies for patients. We also have a panel session on neural stimulation, moderated by Mark Huntoon on Friday uh, afternoon. And then we have an intrathecal drug delivery uh, plenary session on Saturday morning. So in the traditional uh, presentation, interaction, format we have all of those. But we've also, through the neuromodulation special interest group, we've we've heard back and many of those members in addition to the workshops which we're again offering, wanted a more hands-on interactive session with programming. So we have some focused uh, interactive sessions where they'll actually go through the different programming of spinal cord stimulation devices. We also have one on intrathecal pump management, both with the technical aspects as well as the logistics of uh, successfully running it within your practice. So, uh, two interactive sessions, several workshops, and then both a um, para, both a plenary session, refresher course lecture, and a, a few parallel sessions as well.
3: And just to, just to add to that, um, uh, you know, we ASRA has a uh, Collaboration with NANS at the North American Neuromodulation Society. And on Thursday, there'll be a joint session um, with the North American Neuromodulation Society um, at uh, a presentation uh, on spinal cord stimulation.
0: Okay. And, you know, the, one of the things that I keep hearing about uh, recently is the. Um, use of these stimulators for peripheral nerve pain as well as opposed to infusions of local anesthetic? Is that something that's picking up speed in the chronic pain world, um, either for long-term chronic uh, peripheral pain or is it uh, even for acute pain? Is that something that's going to be brought up at all?
2: Um, I, it will likely be mentioned. I think we're still uh, uh, seeing, we're seeing the emerging evidence now in the uh, Um, acute pain setting. Um, It's been something that's been utilized uh, for chronic pain, um, and there's been significant significant, uh, coverage issues that have limited that over the past uh, several years. So it it won't be the focus, but I'm sure that content will, will make it into the meeting.
0: And Kevin, before we jump ahead into some of the future stuff coming with Azra, what other things do you want to highlight about the meeting? Uh, there's one, before you get to that, there's one comment I do want to make, and maybe you and Kumar can comment on this, is I want people to, um, and we all do, want people to come to the meeting, of course, um, if they're able to. I think that'll be a fantastic, it sounds like a great program. But um, I think it's important to remember that ASRA members can also be ASRA participants Um uh, through the various uh, special interest groups and committees. So um, if you can comment, Kevin, a little bit on uh, what the opportunities for people in chronic pain as far as special interest groups are and where they can get involved if they haven't been involved in the past.
2: Right, in the certainly those options have expanded greatly in the past few years. Um, I'm involved with the Headache Special Interest Group uh, with James Watson as the chair of that. Um, So uh, we will, again, be meeting at the ASRA meeting. There's different special interest groups for neuromodulation, functional medicine, ultrasound. Um, Kumar can perhaps uh, expand on that, but the the ASRA website lists lists all of those. And we got input from the uh, chairs and the members of the SIGs as we created the meeting content.
1: And I think it would always be uh, appropriate to mention the the Twitter and, and social media activity going on as it relates to the fall meeting. Speaking of ways to participate, if you can't physically be there, there's almost certainly going to be some live tweeting. The hashtag of Azra Fall 17 is the one to use. And there will definitely be uh, multiple social media savvy people tweeting back and forth. And it's always nice to engage with people uh, from Azra and the community that are not able to attend
0: or even if you are there, there's a lot of activity for the people who are there because they're sitting in one session and they're missing another session. So they're getting information about both at the same time on social media. That's how often I'm getting a lot of the information while I'm at the meeting is because I can't sit at every session at the same time, too many good things at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and Kevin, to go back to the, the SIG, um, one thing I want to emphasize to people is that that's Voluntary. I mean, you don't you don't have to get nominated. You don't have to be voted on. Anybody can join one of the special interest groups, and it's a great way to get your voice heard. And uh, Azra and and Kumar can attest to this. Azra has done a really good job of letting the voice of the SIGs be directly influential to the meetings, um, so that uh, the the voice of the Azra members trickles all the way up top to all the planning that occurs for future events and uh, sessions.
3: Yeah, I mean, so this is Kuma, I mean, uh, that's perfectly said. And, you know, I, I do also want to uh, emphasize that the, if you want to be involved on committees, the deadline for applications is September 20th. Uh, so please do send your interest uh, if you want to be on a committee on ASRA. And we'll certainly look up that uh, look you up and please send your CV. And again, all this information can be found on the www.asra.com. And there was an Azra digest that went out today that you can click on and get all the uh, details, information on various activities that Azra has been doing um, on a monthly basis. But I just want to go back to, again, uh, the fall meeting that we are promoting, Uh, you know, there is this exhibitors will be there with the current technology. Uh, The exhibit hall is uh, almost sold out. demonstrating that there's a large interest in the uh, emerging tools. As Kevin said, the neuromodulation uh, field is bursting, uh, expanding rapidly, and you'll be able to see the latest technology of various devices, and the ultrasound companies will be there again in full swing in addition to other uh, chronic pain, uh, treatment modalities that we utilize will be in full swing at the exhibits. Um, There was a question about how is the registration process going? It's going extremely well. Um, And uh, the hotel uh, is selling out at a rapidly rapid pace. So if you haven't made a reservation in your hotels, please do so now. Uh, We are finding out that the hotel is selling out faster than anticipated. Uh, So uh, we will find extra accommodation in some of the you know, sister properties, but as it stands now, uh, it is selling out at a very uh, faster than expected pace. So please do make your reservations. so You don't miss out on the location because we strongly believe in Azure to have this meeting in the hotel because those are, this is where the conversations happen in the, in the coffee store, uh, in the lobby, um, this is where the interactions happen and we wanna have that family feel and so if you want to be a part of the process in the family field, please do so
2: early.
0: So I want to move a little bit towards what's coming up for Azra. We have uh, kind of a big meeting coming up in the spring. Um, and uh, Kumar, you want to mention what this kind of big meeting is that's coming up? So this is a very. I say that I say that tongue in cheek. Uh.
3: <laughs> so this is a very unique and first time to be held in the United States. The World Congress of Regional Anesthesia and Pain Medicine It's in April two thousand eighteen in New York, um, in Marriott Marquis at Times Square. So we are very excited to be hosting the first one. In the fifth World Congress, but the first time that Azra is hosting it. It was previously held uh, in Cape Town and in Australia and in Europe. Uh, so we are very excited that the World Congress is coming to the uh, United States. And it won't
0: be and, and we don't get another chance for 20 years, right? So, I mean, we only cycle through every 20 years.
3: Yeah, I hope I see the next World Congress in the United States in my uh, career, in, in my uh, life here. Uh, so it's one, one in a unique opportunity to come. It's unique in the sense that we have acute and chronic pain uh, sessions at the meeting, and we expect... Uh, a large number uh, from the uh, Europeans and the Asians and the Africans to come here. And we have taken very, we've been planning this for more than four years. And the reason I say that is that we take into considerations of the uh, socioeconomic status of the people coming into the World Congress, and we have adjusted the registration fee according to the WHO standards. And so it makes it affordable for everybody to come in uh, come into this meeting and be truly a participant of the World Congress. I just want to emphasize something on the chronic pain side. Um, We are going to have a special cadaver workshop uh, on Wednesday, April, uh, the day before the World Congress, where we intend to bring implanters from all over the uh, country and from Europe, teach the current fellows who we think are the future implanters. And there's gonna be a very strict selection criteria to pick them out and uh, you know have this uh, very elite group of uh, 60 pain fellows be trained by uh, the world-class leaders of neuromodulation from US and ex-US. So please look forward to that uh, application process And, uh, you know, we will hope that we, the pain physicians and the pain fellows will apply and there'll be a selection process. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in New York uh, where we will have, uh, again, another uh, fantastic program uh, led by Vincent Chan, the chair, and David Provenzano and Ed Mariano as four vice chairs, given the acute and chronic wide spectrum of uh, sessions.
1: And Kumar, when do you expect uh, registration to open for this? I know it's a little bit down the road, but it's never too early to think about it.
3: Well, the, uh, because it is the World Congress, we are, uh, we are, we are the program is uh, 99% done. We intend to have the uh, registration opened up very quickly. And in fact, I think you already can register for the World Congress cadaver workshop. The sessions are already open. The World Congress will be from... Uh, April 19th to the 21st, 2018 in New York. So please do mark your calendars and, um, you know, the registration will be open way early, uh, understanding the logistics of traveling from outside the country. And uh, we have certainly picked a location which is easy to travel, uh, New York City, the Big Apple, and uh, where we expect to have a lot of fun activities in addition to a very energized meeting uh, during the session.
1: I would think that this is the attendance is going to be through the roof for this meeting.
3: Uh, given the last year's spring meeting projections uh, of escalating numbers, we would project between uh, twenty five to three thousand people to be there at the minimum, and uh, that is in addition to. Exhibitors which have already signed up, and um, the exhibit hall is as fast selling already, and we have again exceeded expectations for the World Congress already. So that's excellent.
0: Let me emphasize one thing too. I mean, this is a World Congress, and I think this is something that's so special and unique about this meeting that's coming up is that we we often um, are uh, at, at our Azra meetings. We often have people from other countries, but. Uh, most people practice very similar to what we do here in the United States. I'm What I'm really interested in is to hear and talk to people from all over the world and see what they've done locally to adapt to either their socioeconomic status, their availability of certain medications, the cultural differences about expectations on pain management in each of their countries. I think it's—I mean, I've been going to Azra meetings for uh, 10 years now, and I feel like there's something— uh, uh, uniquely special about what the conversation at this meeting is going to be like. Kumar referenced the family feed, feeling of, um, most Azra meetings, which are really what draws me to most of these meetings. And uh, all of a sudden the family is going to be, uh, worldwide and, um, and a lot more, uh, you know, interesting and creative as far as solutions that people have come up to problems that we've already been dealing with. And I think that there, it's going to be something really, uh, unseen before um, in this field. I've seen the program, it's massive. I mean, I don't know how Vincent and the guys have put together such a complex and elaborate program. Um, Kumar, how, how do people, uh, when they start looking at the program, how do they navigate all of that? Well, well the uh,
3: it, the navigation is gonna to be tough, but you, you should use our website. The app is a very good way to navigate uh, the, the meeting app that we have. But again, the program will be uh, up on the web page very shortly, but uh, you certainly can start uh, thinking about it, planning for it. And uh, we do understand New York is a big attraction uh, for people coming from the globe. And, um, you know, the, there will be parallel sessions. Um, We wanted to have a session for everybody. So, you know, there are multiple parallel sessions and less of the uh, refresher course talks. And the talks are also programmed to be shorter in duration, given the opportunity for um, hearing multiple views, as Raj said, from the globe, as opposed to uh, just the US practice. So we, on every topic, there is some international flavor to the topic.
0: And uh, we, we, you know, if you're a acute pain physician, you can go to chronic pain sessions, and vice versa. There's nobody stopping you.
3: Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's all open, and uh, the hotel is a- accommodative of the uh, large uh, sessions that could be ac- done. And again, we will have um, uh, w- we will have uh, very keynote speakers that we are in the process of. Um, narrowing down to have uh, to come to this meeting and uh, just like we have at the fall meeting the joint commission and cdc and uh, the nida uh, director coming uh, we would have uh, very keynote speakers coming to the world congress as well
1: any plans for any uh... Kind of joint sessions between ASRA and any of the other societies. ASRA, for example, as relates to either guidelines or advisories, anything like that that you know of that you can give us a preview of.
3: Um, there will be the ASRA Ezra guidelines uh, presentations on the pediatrics, the anticoagulations, and uh, some of the uh, some of the new guidelines that will be coming out. But we have also partnered with INS, which is the International Neuromodulation Society for the World Congress. And they will be uh, presenting a joint session and they'll be co promoting the World Congress. We've also partnered with NYSURA, uh, Admiral Hadzik, uh, meeting planner, and Admiral, um, NYSURA will, will not be hosting a 2018 meeting because of the World Congress in New York. So they will be having a small uh, boutique workshop. the world congress but as i said before they have uh, decided not to host a meeting in 2018 given the prominence of the world congress and they'll be helping us promote and um, uh, having the workshop but they will not be having their own meeting
1: yeah that's a great point that's just kind of reinforcing the point of as a world congress that's where it's going to be at that's the meeting to to be at this spring right correct
0: and and for those of you guys who coming to New York City for the first time, if you want to get Hamilton tickets, you better start working on that right now. We just were in New York City, and it took us about six months before we could get tickets for that show, but it was well worth it, by the way.
1: Great, um,
0: and, <laughs> and then nobody's no- seen Hamilton yet. It was really good, by the way. Not
1: to men- um, not to mention the music and the restaurant reservations. That's going to be uh, another thing to deal with. But um,
0: you got to plan yeah. ahead for this.
1: Any kind of um, final comments from uh, Kumar or, or Kevin on uh, World Congress or uh, any of the stuff we talked about?
0: I, I just want to say that, you know, it's just like
3: uh, Raj talked about Hamilton. If you want to make your Disney plans for the fall meeting, uh, you know, yeah. get your tickets in. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely have a fun event on Saturday. Uh, please do stay back on Saturday for the closing ceremony. Uh, it'll be very family driven um, uh, on the sand. So, uh, Great point. and Kevin will tell you what, uh, what dress code to come in. So let will pass it on to Kevin.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Kubar. Yes. Come ready for your, uh, Aloha gear and a nice relaxed evening, uh, right by the water there in the sand and there'll be music, food beverages, uh, should be a nice relaxed atmosphere after an excellent meeting. Um, and I do just want to remind, um, the listeners that the deadline again for the abstracts is September 6th. There are, as always, there are uh, um, presentations for those that are found to be best of meeting. There's also um, some travel in meeting reimbursement for the best of abstracts for the resident fellows. So um, residency directors, fellowship directors, please get your uh, um, engage your faculty, residents, and fellows, and get those submitted by September 6.
1: And Kevin, just real quick, is there, is there any particular interest in any uh, theme or topic for the, for the abstracts that may be uh, given higher priority, or is it just kind of all comers?
2: Uh, really all comers for this year. Uh, yeah, we have, it's subdivided into the, uh, uh, the scientific research and then the challenging case, Uh, presentation. So two different subcategories. But no, we're, we're looking at for quality abstracts and uh, really just to get the residents and fellows involved um, early in the educational, the uh, academic process.
0: So as I, I'm going to wrap up here a little bit, but I'm going to give everybody a few checklist items. So September 6th for your abstract for the fall meeting, you can register for the fall meeting right up to the day of the fall meeting. So go check out azra.com for all the specifics about the date, the hotel, which you better start booking up because it'll fill up quick and uh, making your plans for whatever your family are you going to do while you're there, um, not attending the meeting of course, uh, at the times that they, you have free, and then you want to start looking at the website azra.com for the World Congress, um, particularly the fellows that are looking to sign up for the uh, implantation course on Wednesday. Those are you have to apply for those. There's only 60 spots. So that's really important to focus on that. And then keep your eyes out for the registration and abstract deadlines for the World Congress, which are going to come up sooner than they normally do. Um, so that's going to be a, a big deal as well. Um, so a lot of stuff for people to do. Uh, a couple things to remind you guys of. You can find me on uh, Twitter at dr underscore Raj Gupta. You can find Eric at MD and uh you can find uh kumar at, at kumar underscore azra and kevin's at kevin Vorencamp. and then the hashtag for the fall meeting we want every you guys, everybody to participate in that as well hashtag azra fall 17. so if you're at the meeting if you're not at the meeting search this term, keep track, participate in the conversation. It's really a a neat way to talk to people that you may not see in the audience or you don't uh, necessarily have a chance to start the conversation with until you meet them online. So a lot of stuff going on with Azra. We've only touched on two of the things. There's a whole bunch of other stuff going on with Azra. Check out the audio, I mean the email digest from Azra that just came out and go on the website for all the details. Thank you again to all of you. Kevin, Kumar, thanks for coming on the show and talking about what's coming up with Azra. Eric, always great to talk to you.
1: Excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Raj and Eric.
2: Thank you, everybody. See you
3: at the fall meeting.